Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM 640, the Gary and Shannon Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, the Senate gave final approval last night to bipartisan legislation, suspends the debt limit, imposes some new spending caps. It will be sent now to President Biden. Um, a little bit later, we're going to be talking with Faith Abube live from Washington, D.C., and the <laughs> president himself is expected to make some comments later this afternoon. A little bit of a situation out there in North Hollywood. Parent-led protest at Statikoy Elementary School there turned violent this morning. Fights between parents, insults directed at students, parents arriving at the school... It looks like one faction is wearing uh, T-shirts that say, leave our children alone. And then there's a lot of um, pride flags and things on the other side. There is a there is a line of police that are trying to keep the two sides separate. And once in a while, somebody will break through that line. Gets getting a little chippy out there. Uh, Blake is out there. Big Blake Trolley will check in with him later on. <sighs> I know. I don't know what's going on in the world today. There's you know what? A, there, to me, this is an embarrassing view of, it is. of, of uh, just what should be a perfectly um, understandable discussion. What What is it that you want your kids to learn when you're in elementary school, when they are in elementary school? And what sort of control would a parent have about that? The well, idea that they're standing on the sidewalk out in front of the school in full view of these kids screaming at each other. Is a bad lesson for the kids. Big signs saying stop sexualizing our children. And this kind of goes back to the origins of pride, right? And people that were discriminatory towards gay people because they were afraid that the gay people would make their kids gay. And now that the lessons about uh, gender identity have seeped into the schools, the fight is reinvigorated. Yeah. All right. Um, also embarrassing is the fact that we are infatuated with the health of our uh, commander-in-chief. Well, we should be. We should be. be. No, no. I, I, That's, uh, that was a fall. That was, want, not a, that was not a slip and fall. Everybody falls, sometimes fall. I want that to be the, I want the, I think what you said to be the norm, which is, oh my gosh, the president fell. That's a crazy, wacky thing. But clearly, the president is fine. When this keeps happening, you cannot say, Clearly, the president is fine. It's not just that, though. Did you hear his comments? Yeah. He couldn't even remember the name of the Thunderbirds. Yeah. And then he's at the Air Force graduation and yeah. he can't remember the name of the Thunderbirds. Um, so President Biden last night stood for a couple of hours, basically shook hands with hundreds of Air Force Academy graduates in a what is always a fantastic graduation ceremony, includes a flyby of the Air Force Thunderbirds, etc. He delivered the commencement address. He fell as he was stepping away. Did he fall? Did he trip on a sandbag? Something maybe? I don't know. It, it, he was quickly helped back to his feet by a couple Secret Service agents and an Air Force officer who was standing right there. He walked away unassisted once he was upright and then continued to stand and was talking about it for the remainder of the ceremony. Made a quick, funny joke about it that he was 
sandbagged because <laughs> he turned on anyway. and then nobody wants to talk about it nobody wants to make a mention of it nobody wants to re remind anybody that our president is 80 years old and is not should not be running around well and part of it is that there's such a dichotomy when trump tripped wherever he was four years ago or when he when he walked down the ramp the, when he walked down the yeah. ramp the coverage was exhaustive yeah it was everywhere. Everyone couldn't stop talking about it. Here, it's been basically sandbagged. Uh, uh, very good. Uh, president Trump was actually at a town hall yesterday when uh, former President Trump, when he was asked about it or asked if he had seen it. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is, look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to see. And then he takes takes a shot at himself, basically. Um, remember the tiptoe down the ramp thing also at a military academy, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was at West Point, as in, uh, in fact, when Trump was um, standing next to a general and made his way very, very gingerly down that ramp. And at the time. Joe Biden took a shot at look Trump. Look how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay? Come on. All right. Glass houses and rocks here. The two of them cannot throw these things at each other because they're both upwards of 75. So it, it, they can't sit there and play the old card with either one of them. And listen. This isn't a judgment against Joe Biden or politics or, or Trump getting or anything. Old. It's just <laughs> if you are the leader of the free world, the commander in chief, you're the president of the United States of America. And listen, I know we've had presidents that have been confined to wheelchairs. I get it. I understand it. But can't we just can't we please have somebody who's not in the winter of their life? P.S. The whole wheelchair argument is a completely it's apples and oranges. That's a disability. That's a physical disability. Right. But, but people that's, will say that I know physical but that's ability not, is not. The no, thing. Th that, that doesn't affect your cognitive abilities. He is at a place where there's clearly cognitive slipping. And if you heard his 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 comments about not remembering who the Thunderbirds were, the name of them, and then about how three of them are women. Three of them are women. Look out, guys, or something like that. It was just so antiquated and so ridiculous. It, it was right up there with the fall in terms of what are we doing here? Yeah. President Biden will speak to the nation this evening about the debt ceiling bill Congress passed this week. We'll go live to Washington now where Faith Bube is covering the story for us. And Faith, finally a deal. It feels like we've been talking about this forever. <laughs> I know, right? And it really did come down to the wire just days to spare before that June 5th deadline that the Treasury Department said uh, would trigger a catastrophic default. But late last night, just before 11 p.m., after more than three hours of debate, the Democrats and Republicans in the Senate were able to come together to carry that debt limit deal that President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy reached. They were able to carry that deal across the finish line. Uh, they needed 60 votes to pass this. It came down to 63 votes. So they were able to get 63 votes in favor of this after a marathon of votes on other amendments. That's because a majority of Republicans who voted against the bill said that they wanted some steeper 
spending cuts and other others were calling for uh, more defense spending. And then you had Democrats who also opposed the deal, uh, progressive Democrats specifically. They didn't like the new work requirements that were in the uh, agreement for older Americans. So they also voted against it. But the bottom line is uh, they were able to get enough votes in the Senate yesterday to get the uh, done and now it heads to the president's desk for his signature. We're waiting for a timeline on when the president actually plans to sign this. We're expecting perhaps maybe maybe tomorrow, but if it gets to his desk quicker than that, uh, maybe he will be able to sign it earlier. But this evening we will hear from the president in a rare Oval Office address. Uh, he's scheduled to have a primetime address around 7 p.m. to talk about the passage of this uh, bipartisan budget agreement. And so we'll be watching for that. But yes, you know, at the end of the day, this bill averts the uh, the catastrophic default that we've been talking about for weeks and then kicks this down the line to after the next presidential elections before we get back to talking about the debt ceiling again. Is there a way yet to say who won in all of this? I mean, Kevin McCarthy looks pretty good. He was able to steer this thing finally. Um, President Biden gets to claim that there are uh, spending cuts, but not gigantic spending cuts. Is there is there a way? Is anybody keeping score yet on this? I think at the end of the day, what we've heard, both sides are claiming, and you know, each side is claiming victory. They, you know, the Democrats are saying they were able to stave off some of the more stricter, um, stricter requirements that um, Republicans wanted. Uh, the Republicans are saying, well, we were able to get some of our priorities in this deal. So both sides are celebrating, but at the end of the day, you know, they had millions of jobs on the line. You had Americans whose pocketbooks were on the line here uh, in terms of the debt raising the debt ceiling and so if anybody won i guess in my opinion it would be the american people who were able to avoid this um, default that the treasury department was saying that would be catastrophic uh, but you know the republicans when it comes to them kevin mccarthy has acknowledged that you know he has some repairing to do uh, it, within his own party, because you had, you know, the far right members who were not happy with this deal. But, you know, Democrats are also not happy. You have progressive Democrats who voted against this bill, uh, even though they were praising President Biden for reaching this agreement. And so I think all in all, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, intra-party talks in the next few weeks to figure out where they go from here. Well, Wall Street likes it. So that's uh, something that everyone can can uh, enjoy if no one enjoys this bill. And and the great thing is, is we're going to have this fight again in two years when <laughs> when they take it back up again. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it does a lot, but it kicks us down the line. Uh, you heard President Biden, you know, uh, in the middle of these discussions, he said perhaps he may consider figuring out how to use the 14th Amendment to bypass Congress so we don't get in a situation like this again. I don't know how far that's going to go, but of course we'll be watching as that plays out. Faith, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Faith Abube there live in uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, the Dow, I mean, um, along, with the, um, uh, along with the information regarding the debt ceiling agreement now that's passed both the House and the Senate. Uh, we got some good economic news. 339,000 jobs were created in May. That's like, I think, twice as much as was expected for the forecast. Unemployment has ticked back up a tiny bit, but we're still talking about five, six decades low of unemployment at 3.7%. So right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up almost 2%. It's up 600 points. 
Uh, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ are up. They're not up uh, as high as, as much as 2%. They're about one, just under 1%. But still, very positive day on Wall Street because of, if nothing else, the confidence that we are not going to have, uh, we're not going to default coming up in a few days. The uh, Justice Department has uh, closed its case in the whole Mike Pence document story, and they decided they're not going to do anything. They're not going to slap Mike's wrist or anything. No, Mike Pence, of course, there were documents found at his home in Indiana. That's when all the documents were turning up everywhere. Trump, Biden, Pence, you had some, I had some. <laughs> Mine were not super highly classified but um guess who may be getting into politics steve garvey steve garvey he's been threatening this for a long time he has and he's been um um what would you say politically minded perhaps in the yeah. past there's just one little problem steve garvey's a republican and a republican is not going to get diane feinstein's seat uh, it is interesting though because they say that this does upend the race if nothing else puts a very rec recognizable name in in the race uh, That's true. for, for Diane Feinstein's seat. Now, Steve Garvey, 74, never held office before, uh, but apparently has been meeting with Republican donors and leaders around the state and other politicians. So you can't count him out. He, he could make some noise in that race. Well, there is a big to-do going on in North Hollywood this morning. There's a protest. Uh, parents, others upset about a Pride Month assembly, a uh, potentially a burned flag at some point. Blake Trolley joins us now from North Hollywood with all of the latest. And it's been a pretty tense morning out there, huh, Blake? It has been a very tense morning. In fact, the, um, the protest itself was planned for 8 a.m. This is a protest that parents against this assembly, against this Pride event assembly have had planned for a couple of weeks now. What we saw was counter-protesters show up each side, about 50 to 100, but counter-protesters showed up first, then the actual protesters, so the people against this Pride event assembly uh, showed up after. Even 30, 40 minutes before this protest, we saw people on PA systems exchanging verbal blows with one another. Both groups ended up showing up. They started off on the on both sides of the road, the protesters, the counter-protesters, and both of them ended up on the same side of the road. The protesters made their way across the street. Uh, that's where the elementary school is. The protesters started off across the street, moved their way. That's when things really started getting tense. Police had to you know, separate them a couple times. Some scuffles got close. I posted one to my uh, my Twitter page at Blake Trolley, if anybody wants to take a look. Um, and police at this point have had to really kind of form a line between the two groups. You have music blaring from both sides. At one point, I saw the counter-protesters playing music. The protesters are actually singing along to it. All of this is over an assembly that's supposed to go down at the school today where the great big book of families will be read. Reviews online say the book explains different family makeups, including families with two fathers, two mothers, adoptive parents. It also touches on different income levels. Uh, the chance, one chant, or one of the sides, the side against this, says all of this is age inappropriate. I spoke with this mother. If they believe, if they want to teach whatever they want to teach to their kids, then that's fine. But don't do it and don't do it, don't do it to our kids. Because we don't want that be taught in schools. Keep it away from our children. They need to be teaching science, history, math, not not sexuality. They don't need to be teaching that. Are your concerns that it's age inappropriate, that it's not up to the school district? It's it's age inappropriate. They're grooming our kids and that's it is that's what it is. 
And it, it saddens me that the Latino community is not here. Um, but yeah, I stand with them. This is wrong. Now, this woman came out in support of the assembly. She says she has kids that go to the school, and she thinks it's important that they're taught a reflection of the actual real world. I have a five and a half year old, and she has said to me many times, that's a boy thing, or pink is for girls, or, you know, gender comes up early, and, and we can't pretend that it doesn't. And, you know, kids are learning earlier and earlier that maybe they do have, uh, you know, gender fluidity, and it's not about uh, we're us throwing something down their throats. You know, I see them saying on the other side, oh, it's ideology. It's not ideology, it's existing. Now, despite all of this, Superintendent Alberto Carvalho says the assembly is still set to go down. Uh, here he is. Uh, the event will go ahead. Uh, you know, the event will proceed. Um, as I said, uh, this is about uh, a misrepresentation uh, of a book that contains information that's being protested, but is not included in the book. There is no reference to sex education in the book. There's nothing but an entry that reflects the realities of families in our community nothing more nothing less to go beyond that and excite the community into believing that there's more is unfair and is an, an additional example of how easily any one issue becomes politicized what's unacceptable is that kids this time become the pawns in this ugly fight so what is the event about then the, today is is a representation of pride day representation of uh, the diversity of our community and there is a number of readings including the reading of a book that does not include sex education does not include references to sex it does nothing more nothing less than fairly representing the realities of families in our community what do you make to parents claims um, that are protesting this they're saying that this is age inappropriate and that they should have ultimate control over having these conversations. I think a fair balance uh, between what parents want and what the state of California authorizes is a fair conversation to be had. The book is a, an approved book based on the standards approved by the state of California. That's the law. Uh, different individuals may have different opinions. Parents' opinions and positions are important, but they cannot supersede what the law provides. And parents are still out protesting. I asked Carvalho today about that flag being burned. There was a flag last month burned on the campus of Satakoy Elementary School. Uh, police say somebody broke into the campus and burned the flag. As of right now, no suspect has been identified. That uh, investigation, I'm told, is ongoing. The protesting group denies having any involvement with that. They've repeatedly put out messages saying to you know to show up today and to protest uh, peacefully. But again. Nobody has been identified uh, in that, that looks, flag burning. Looks like a lot of police officers out there for this. There has been a lot of police officers. One of the things that they were doing, so yeah, they were separating the groups and we saw a couple near scuffles or a couple scuffles really. But another thing was they were just making sure that kids could get on campus. They, I was watching them clear people from the pathway that students would walk in to get on campus and, and make sure they had that flow. Ugh, terrifying for children, by the way. Just terrifying. They have no idea what's going on. Uh, ridiculous people yelling and screaming at each other. Uh, and once again, I understand their argument. I understand why they're saying this and what you have every right to keep your kid home from school in these events. But man, it just it, once again, well, you see the your kids parent, are the ones that you, suffer this. You it, see your parent that upset over something and you think it's a something. You know, what, what right. are they so upset about? So maybe I take this seriously. Maybe I put more thought into this than I should put thought into this. I don't know. Right. Uh, Whatever you do, don't pay attention to the thing I'm yelling about.
All right, Blake, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. A couple stories that we are following. We did see, finally, the Senate pass uh, some bipartisan legislation to suspend the debt limit and impose some new spending caps. The approval by the Senate, 63 to 36, brought to a close this showdown that began brewing as soon as Republicans actually won the House back in November. President Biden is expected to make uh, a speech tonight from the White House and uh, could sign it as early as tonight, but is expected either tonight or tomorrow, something like that. The Associated Press has obtained more than 4,000 pages of documents related to Jeffrey Epstein's jail suicide under the Freedom of Information Act. We will get into all of the good stuff, um, I guess I should say the bad stuff, coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Um, This is very Theranos-y, but a blood test for more than 50 forms of cancer could help speed up diagnosis and fast-track patients for treatment. This is a study out of Britain, the National Health Service trial results of the liquid biopsy published at the world's largest cancer conference in the United States said that the gallery blood test has the potential to spot and rule out cancer in people who might have symptoms. The test actually detects fragments of tumor DNA in a bloodstream. The company, by the way, Grail, is the one that uh, rolled out the test. It's made right here in California. Well, tell me your good news story. Well, 16-year-olds in professional baseball don't last very long. I think I saw this movie, The Kid, The Pitcher. Angels in the Outfield? No. No. The guy who had his his arm reconstructed? Yeah. He could throw fast? No. Um, According to Baseball America, 16-year-olds who are offered time in a full-season minor league affiliate in recent history— Edgar Renteria back in 93, Adrian Beltre, of course, in 96, Wilmer Flores, current giant, he played in 2008 as a 16-year-old. Now, the San Diego Padres catcher, Ethan Salas, has been promoted to low single-A Lake Elsinore. He has played a couple of games as a 16-year-old. Wow. Uh, He turned 17 yesterday. Isn't there something to be said for arm health? Uh, if you start that early, throwing that kind of heat? It's possible. I mean, he's a catcher, so, I mean, he's, ah, he's not wow. going to get torn up like a pitcher would. That's but, fascinating. He but must be a big kid. He is a big kid, and he was signed for a, or I should say he got a signing bonus of $5.6 million wow. What's as a 16-year-old. Ethan Salas. I don't know if you pronounce it Ethan he says Ethan or whatever, but oh. he is from uh, from Venezuela. The largest bonus awarded by any team in the 2023 International Amateur He looks class. about 24. Yeah, he's a big kid. And uh, his older brother, Jose, signed with the Marlins a couple of years ago for $2.8 million and is right now the top prospect in the Twins system. So That is hard to believe that he is 16. Big kid. Big kid. But that's good news. I, I wish him. I wish him well. Yeah. I, I, and to live in a world of professional baseball, even its minor leagues, professional baseball as a 16, 17 year old, you got to be. You got to have your head on straight. Wait a minute here. He turned seventeen yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Well, it makes more sense. Oh, now. okay. Now <laughs> you're like he's not that big. Not for a seventeen year old. Do you want to hear about lightning, the sloth? I think so. I, I think so. Uh, all right. Caretakers at the Cincinnati Zoo yeah. have placed lightning, the sloth, on twenty four hour birth watch. Oh, 
It's going to be like 96-hour birth. Lightning will be under 24-hour surveillance for the next several weeks until her baby is born. What is it? Do they get born very slowly? Yes. The sloth Wouldn't that be ironic if it just... Oh, just popped out real I quick. like that the sloth's name is Lightning. That's funny. That is funny. What do sloths smell like? Isn't there something they, they smell, smell like very pop- poorly? Popcorn or Moy something? Mall. <laughs> I don't know if I've, I've clearly well, they, never they're, been close they're, enough. They are, they are coated yes. with all those bugs. Micro. Yeah. They are a biome. They are a whole in thing. In and of themselves, yes. Yes. Um, Zoo workers have hoped for a baby sloth since 2016, but Lightning and her partner Mo were more interested in a slow burn romance in the beginning. Stop it. They were introduced it to- It took like an hour. <laughs> but it was worth it when I got there. The pair were introduced to one another in 2019, and the zoo announced Lightning was pregnant in February 2021. Wow, it, it took them two years to bang it out. Um, I assume that Unfortunately, she delivered a stillborn baby eight months later. After the miscarriage, zoo staff gave Lightning and Mo a break from one another. And then they put the pair back together. They showed immediate interest in each other. And they did what we were hoping they would do. Now, Lightning has been undergoing regular ultrasounds since her pregnancy was announced. And the presence of a fetus and fetal heartbeat were discovered during an exam in early September. When the baby is born, Lightning will do most of the work, like moms do. She will carry her sloth baby with her for 10 to 12 months following the birth. Why is that Why is that funny? Because obviously it's a sloth baby. Oh. It's not like she's carrying like a She's going to carry an orangutan? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just am <laughs> stupid. All right. Coming up. <laughs> coming up. Uh, a potential... Um, disruptor, shall we say, from the sports world moving into politics. We'll explain when we come back to Gary and Shannon. You've been listening to The Gary and Shannon Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.